Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that the next 40 minutes or so bring a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Hey, y'all. Welcome to 2020. It is a new year and we are ready to celebrate. We are shaking our jars of sprinkles everywhere. It's all (laughs) over the place. (laughs) It's time to celebrate. (laughs) It sure is. We survived the holidays. did. Our kids are back in school. Well, and for those of you that don't have kids in school, you're hopefully back to a normal rhythm. Some kind of a routine. You know, I mean, the holidays are fun and all, and then they're not after (laughs) for me (laughs) Isn't that so funny that I I find that you long for like holidays and vacations and all of these things that are outside of the normal, but then you're in them and you're like, I think I'm ready back. I'm ready for my normal life again. I was counting down the days till just not that I didn't want to see my kids, but I just the rhythm of the routine. I'm just like, I needed, I just needed it back because, you know, at the end, it's like you're desperately texting other families like, do you want to take a kid for a couple hours? and or I'm like, will you send me a kid for a couple hours just to distract my child from me? This <laughs> is just getting insane. Uh, yes. Oh, well, with the end of a new year also is a beginning of another year. Yes. And Easy, 2020. Uh, 2020. Not only the end, you know, the start of a new year, but the start of a new decade. Yeah. Insane. That feels like crazy test. It does. Well, it really feels uh, crazy. Well, our guest today has this whole New Year goal thing figured out. She sure does. She has some great ideas on how to get focused on what's best for you and your family for the new year. Julie Boris is on a mission to empower women to live life to the fullest through healthy lifestyle tips, expert nutritional plans, and a motivational attitude. She sure is. She has three daughters. The youngest just went to college. And Julie champions thousands of women every day in their fight to reclaim their lives through fitness. So here's our conversation with Julie. Hey, Julie, welcome to the Just Add Sprinkles podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Hey, so it is 2020. Happy New Year. I love an even numbered year. I love 2020. It's so much fun to say. It feels so good. It just, I love, I love the numbers. Yes. Well, I do think that come with a new year comes this new energy around goal planning and looking at our lives and trying to come up with like, what do I want this next year to look like? And so, uh, you know, new year, new you is a saying that I feel like goes around a lot. Um, I'm wondering, like, especially for our listeners that are moms of little ones, like, what are some of your tips on setting realistic goals for tw- for 2020, oh, for any, any year? Yeah, for any year. This year does feel particularly big, I think, though, because it is a start of a new decade. Yeah. And so I think there's something, the even-numbered year, the 2020, the whole idea around vision, and then this new decade, I think there's something about this year that feels particularly uh, big. There's a little bit uh, more of a catalyst, it seems like, to to set some goals. And you know, the first piece of advice I want to say to moms of littles, as I am a mom in transition, we I think all moms are always in transition. Right. I am a mom in transition where I just took my my baby to college just a few months ago. So wow. for gosh, since just the last week of August, so September, October, yeah. November, December, you yeah. know, just for four months, yeah, um, I have been 
some people call it an empty nester. I don't say that because I, my nest is not empty. I live here as does my <laughs> husband and our two dogs. Yeah. So we're not empty uh, and I'm not, not busy, but I am a mom in transition. And so I would say to the moms of littles, uh, first and foremost, it goes very fast. And, and I know you hear that all the time, but moms, I'm telling you from experience on the other side of it. It's kind of that the ocean that you cross and you, you know, you have your first child and you're looking at the ocean on one side, and then all of a sudden you're taking them to college and you're looking at the ocean on the other side. And there's a lot of, of smooth sailing and rough seas kind of in between, and it goes very fast. Mm. And so as you're setting goals in 2020, whatever they might be, personal, professional, relationship goals, financial goals, all of those, just understand that the time that you have with your children goes fast, but it does not come at the expense of you. And that while you are fueling your your children's dreams, goals, passions, while you are helping them find those dreams, goals, and passions, while you're helping them explore them, that is not to happen at the expense of you. You as a mom are a human being, female on this planet before you were ever anything else. And you have goals and dreams too. So when you look down to set those goals, do it with the realization that the time with your your little ones goes fast. Please don't let it frustrate you or make you mad. Yeah. <laughs> because um, there's a lot there's a lot more important stuff than a perfectly picked up room or a hair bow that matches the outfits. That stuff really doesn't matter at the right. end of the day. Right. The time that you spend with them matters more. The experiences that you create matter more. The fact that, and also the fact that you're at every single practice doesn't matter as much as them understanding that you're helping them get to those practices or find those goals in those dreams. And I tell you that as a mom of three daughters who had very time intense, high level passions, hobbies, and pursuits. And there are times when, especially when you have multiple children, and my husband has a very time intensive job, he's gone most of the time, that that it's just you and you're just trying to figure out how to get one kid to one thing. And sometimes you miss some stuff and sometimes you miss some stuff because you are in pursuit of your own goals and passions as well. Your kids are going to be fine. Mm -hmm. They're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. So pursue your goals and passions in 2020 with the realization that the time with your little ones goes fast, appreciate it, be grateful for it. I know when they throw their food on the floor or throw a tantrum or don't pick up their towel or whatever, but I mean, I've tripped over my daughter's backpacks. I don't know how many times in the kitchen I'm like, really? <laughs> but <laughs> all, all, all of a sudden there comes a time when there's no more backpacks in the house and there's no more towels to pick up and there's no more you know, papers they forgot at home or lunches or whatever. And so appreciate the time now and also, you know, temper that with you can go after your goals and dreams too. So whatever those goals are that you are setting for 2020, look at it with those two, you know, sort of visions. I'm going to make sure that my family is my priority, but I'm not going to do it at the expense of me. Mm, and yeah. then kind of set your goals around that. And I also really suggest not sent setting 25 goals. <laughs> That's just probably too many. Yeah. That's too many for anyone. And it's too many for women who um, generally, if you're the mom, you're, you are the North star in your family. You are the, the compass and you've got a lot of stuff in your head. Your brain space is limited because you, you are thinking about everybody else, everybody else's stuff as well. Mm -hmm. So find a couple goals 
set your heart on fire that lights you up mm-hmm. and that you think will also light up your family, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit that will contribute to your family and, and, and make that list, not 25 goals, but maybe five, yeah. <laughs> just, you know, three or four or five yeah. and work to, towards those and share them with your family, put them on your fridge, share, write them on your mirror, whatever it has to be. I think that the more we share what we want to achieve with our families, not only the more on board they are, but the more invested they are. It's super cool when your kids are the ones cheering you on, mm-hmm. just like you are cheering them on in their pursuits of their goals. Yeah. That was a long answer. <laughs> no. Well, it was it was a loaded question. I mean, <laughs> setting realistic goals. Uh, I think to your point with uh, if you know you're listening and you are a mom with little ones, I think the understanding that it is a season and it feels yes. like a very long season, uh, but it does go quickly. And so recognizing that what realistic goal you're making, like realistic defined in your season is different Correct. than realistic defined in even my season or Julie's Correct. season. Correct. Uh, and so I know personally, I find myself, especially at the start of a new year, you know, dreaming of all of these 25 goals that I can possibly accomplish. And I have to say like, no, I've got three little ones that are Mm -hmm. largely dependent on me right now. So let's create um, some more realistic goals Mm -hmm. Um, for myself. To your point that as moms, we're the North Star, I have actually similarly heard it as we are the thermostats in our home. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, our health factors, like the thermostat in our home, our temperament, like our wellness, those sorts of things. And so they do have to be a priority. Uh, and Julie, you're an expert in health and wellness in particular. And so mm-hmm. I'd love for you to speak to some simple ways that women can embrace and improve their health and wellness uh, this next year? Well, first and foremost, I want women not to sell themselves short because we make, and I, and I am speaking to women in particular now, and, you know, I, I'm married to a man. So that's the story that I, you know, I kind of come from. That's the viewpoint that I come from. Uh, I think men in general <laughs> don't make health and fitness very hard. They just do it. And women, for whatever reason, we make health and fitness really, really hard. We make it so much harder than it has to be. We emotionalize it. We dramatize it. We get very extra about it. And, you know, we get all this guilty stuff about taking 30 minutes a day to move our bodies is taking time away from our fit. It's just a bunch of BS story that we tell ourselves that is almost a a barrier or a defense mechanism or a way to let ourselves off the hook for not working out. And again, Mm. which serves no one, which Mm. does no one any good. Cause then at the end of the day, we feel like a martyr. We don't, we're not at our best. We can't help other people. We're not on our best and we just don't feel good. So none of that serves us in, in being the best human that we can be, which ultimately is what we want to role model for our children anyway. We don't, we don't want our children growing up thinking that the mom can't take care of themselves or doesn't take care of themselves or, and them growing up feeling that's how they have to be too. We don't want that. So we can find, and it's funny, I was just, um, I was just talking about this with someone this week because they asked me about, you know, what are some fitness hacks that you have? And I'm like, fitness hacks? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> because to me, when, you, when we say hack, it sort of implies 
something that makes something easier. And so I, I understand how it means in other kind of ways or paths or concepts, but fitness hack, what's so just go move your body. Like just go, that's the hack. Go move your body and go do something. And as I was thinking about how that applied to me, I was thinking about kind of like we were talking about earlier, these different seasons of life and how my fitness has looked different in all the different seasons of my life, but that it's always been a constant. So I guess at the end of the day, that's the hack. The simple hack that that we need is that fitness has to be a constant. And then the mindset we have to embrace is it doesn't have to be 16 hours at the gym. It can be 20 or 30 minutes that we are worth it and that it models for our children that we're worth it. And it's going to look different in different seasons of our life. So before we have children, maybe we could train for a marathon. Maybe we have that time to be able to do that. And then we have a newborn and our time and our desire changes a lot. You know, we we want to spend time with the baby. We don't want to be spending a lot of time working. Yeah, so we got to find some other ways. And then you have another child and you're working full time, maybe. And you got, you know, and as the seasons of life change, how you move your body changes. I used to use the Cindy Crawford VHS tapes. I mean, I would use anything. It was like anything that I could find in these different seasons of life. Because Mm -hmm. before kids, you know, I could work out, go to the gym, whatever. And then you have children. You're like, well, now I can't do that. Now I have to, I got to figure this out. And Mm -hmm. I would have, I taught high school. So I would have a high school senior come home sometimes and, and watch my girls while if I could just go and take a walk for 45 minutes or the good old double stroller when I had two and I would put them in the double stroller and, you know, off we would go. And then as they got into school or as I, you know, started my own fitness business, got out of teaching high school full-time, then it, it was different. And I think that's a major mindset shift for women to embrace the fitness is going to look different in different seasons of your life. And the hack should just be that you're doing it mm-hmm. and to not emotionalize it or dramatize it or make it harder or bigger than it is. Just move your body for 20 or 30 minutes every day with some intention. And as your seasons change, change your fitness. You know, when your kids get into school, if you are a stay-at-home mom and you've got some time during the day, explore some some classes or work out at home or whatever that might be. And then, you know, if you if you're working full time and you have to work, you have to work out in the morning, awesome. Find some either early morning classes or ways to work out at home. But the the hack is that you just do it because it will make you so much exponentially a better parent, a better partner, a better human being on this planet. It will just make you better in every facet of your life. But you have to give yourself permission to do it. You have to give yourself permission to not feel guilty about it. And you have to give yourself permission for it to look different at different moments in your life. And if you do that, then it becomes just non-negotiable. It's like breathing. And then what happens is you raise children and it's the same for them. So when my girls were home for Thanksgiving break, when my girls are home for Christmas break, working out is just part of what we schedule into our day. No one has to go, well, are you going to go work out today? The conversation is who's in the basement at what time? Because we're all going to be there at some point. It's now we're taking turns as to, you know, who's on the bike, who's on the tread, who's using the, you know, streaming fitness, who's doing, who's doing what, when, because everyone's going to be doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's the goal because now they have taken that habit and integrated into their life as just a non-negotiable as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 
I love that. And I, I think priorities make our calendar, right? And yes. so, especially at the start of a new year and whether it's a figurative or literal calendar, we've got a fresh slate before us to be able to build in what may be priorities that we've had in the past or new priorities that include uh, health and wellness um, goals specifically. City Mom Collective is a network of hyper-local parenting resource websites, all with one common goal, to connect moms. We have nearly 100 sites across the country doing just that, and a brand new one launched today. Massachusetts moms, listen up. Central Mass Mom is now live. When local mom Kelly Monjo moved back to Central Mass in 2017, she struggled to meet other moms and find the resources she needed. But she knew Central Mass was an amazing place to raise a family, and she knew those resources existed. So she decided to close the gap. Moms prefer to go online instead of knocking on their neighbor's door. With Central Mass Mom, I can create an opportunity for a virtual knock on the door for local moms, a place for them to connect online and meet in person. It will also be a way for moms to find all the resources they need in one convenient platform. Welcome, Kelly. We are thrilled to have you in our sisterhood, and we know you will do a fantastic job connecting moms in central Massachusetts. If you're in that area or know someone who is, check them out at centralmassmom.com. Now back to Steph and Julie. I love how you're, you know, the intentionality of passing that down to the next generation. It has to start sometime and Mm -hmm. it can start right now for Mm -hmm. a mom that's listening that has had to put, you know, their fitness goals on the back burner for a little bit. Uh, and set some realistic goals. So I love that. And I'm going to say too that the the relationship with the kid, the kids and the dad is vital, but there is something exponentially powerful when children watch their moms take care of themselves. I, I don't, I have no explanation for that. It's, I don't know what it is, but there's never any surprise that the dad is working out, but there seems to be surprise sometimes and more power and influence when the mom is doing it. So, you know, moms don't disregard that influence that you have in your children. And especially as a mom who, who had, again, daughters in very high level, high, you know, in time intense activities. And I would go to whether it was dance class or whatever, and I'd watch these moms just sit and watch their child be active. Like what, what, what are you teaching them? What are you doing? You know, it's, there's something very powerful about the mom taking care of themselves that influences the children more so than the dad. I don't, I have no explanation for that. Mm-hmm. And I have, there's, a, it's just an observation over mm-hmm. a lot of years of being in this business. So I want moms to not take that lightly yeah. and um, to, and, but also just to not over dramatize it, you know, don't right. beat yourself up because you can't go spend three hours at the gym nobody needs to do that anyway. Mm -hmm. Just go move your body and tell your children that they need to go read a book while Mm -hmm. you're going to go move your body Mm -hmm. and everyone's going to be better 30 minutes from now and then go on about the rest of your day. And I promise that if you do that with regularity, they just grow up thinking that that's just what you do. Right. Right. Um, And as an aside, Julie and I already spoke to this briefly before we started recording, but if you live in the North, that's cold. (laughs) get outside. It will change your mental health. Like, I mean, leaps and bounds, honestly, you might just not want to do that, but I can tell you that needs to be a part of your priority because it will save your sanity. 
to get yes. through the winter months. For sure. For sure. Just, and, and get a, um, a light, like a seasonal affective disorder light. <laughs> Cause I have that too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all the things, if I cannot live on a beach somewhere in Bora Bora, then I'll have the lights and I'll do all the things to, uh, it just is what it is. You know, you just, yeah. I guess that's a hack. There's your life hack. There's you. your life hack. Yeah, right. Get outside and right. use the lights. I love that. Well, uh, now when you think back to, you know, your days of having littler kids in home mm-hmm. um, or any of the uh, clients that you work with uh, that have that are, you know, in that stage, I'm wondering if there in, are any resources or products that you might recommend that help especially health and wellness goals to be, uh, you know, to just be an assistance uh, throughout the process as they look yeah. to a new year. I firmly believe the morning routine is so key to uh, health and, and mental wellness. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something really powerful about the morning routine and the evening routine too. I think the evening routine when you have children sometimes gets a little bit more Uh, notice, you know, you've got baths and bedtimes and stories and, you know, that there's a little bit more of a routine built in there with children, but the morning routine for moms and for kids is, I think a game changer for your mindset, for your attitude, for your mental health, for your physical health. And I have always been a huge proponent of getting up before your kids get up. I, whenever I talk Preach. to, yes, whenever <laughs> I talk to women who are like, well, I don't have time to wake up. I'm like, well, or to work out. I'm like, what time do you wake up? I'm like, well, my kids get up about 630. So I get up about 630. I'm like, what are you even doing? What are you doing? You need to be up. Now, if you have baby babies, clearly you're up like 42 times a night. So this is not a blind. This is a, you know, when you've got kids who are, are sleeping through the night, you've got them on a little routine. You've got to get up before the rest of your family does, mm-hmm. because as a, a mom, again, you're the North Star for your family. So if your mental health is not intact, if you are not starting your day with some affirmation, with some gratitude, with some goals, with some intention, if you aren't doing that, then you're going to get up behind the eight ball and you're going to be running to catch up the rest of the day. Right. And you're going to wonder why you feel off and you're going to wonder why you don't have patience and why your kids are driving you more crazy than normal. Mm-hmm. And it's because you didn't get up before everybody else did. And in a quiet house, do a little personal development, write down some gratitude, write down your goals again, do a little bit of affirmation, maybe move your body, you know, and an hour in the morning can completely change the rest of your day. And I've got a little morning routine that I do now. Mm-hmm. And of course, I mean, let's just put it on the table. Do I have more time to do it now that I'm not taking children to school every day? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when I was teaching high school and when I've been teaching fitness classes and when I've just been a grown up person, I've had a morning routine. Mm -hmm. It just, again, like fitness has looked different in the different seasons of my life. When I taught high school, my gosh, I used to get up at like 4.30 AM because it was, that was the time Mm -hmm. I, I gotta have my time in the morning. So I'm up at 4.30 AM to to get everything done that I I wanted to get done before the girls are getting up, before I'm taking them to daycare, before I'm going to teach high school all day. You know, and it was just what I did because I I knew that it was what I had to do. And then you get to a point where maybe you don't have to get up at 4.30 AM. Thank goodness. Although today on a day when I, you know, don't have to take kids to school, I'll get up at five Mm -hmm. because I just feel like 
I'm better in the morning. I think the majority of people are better in the morning. Now my husband's a night person. So of course there are people who are a little bit more productive at night and maybe for them, they do their routine at night. Mm -hmm. Maybe for a mom who's not really a morning person, you've got baths and bedtime stories and bedtime rituals for your kids. And then maybe your ritual becomes an evening ritual. Mm -hmm. Awesome. The point is you have something that is yours, Mm -hmm. just yours, that helps you stay in tune with your gratitude, stay in tune with your goals and stay in tune with your intention for your life, which, you know, does contribute to what are your intentions for your health and fitness? What are your intentions for your family, for your relationships, for your finances, all of that. Mm -hmm. And if you're writing that and doing that every day, your entire mindset and mental health changes because Mm -hmm. just because of that small amount of time that you dedicated to yourself to intentionally create the life you want to create. You're not just riding along in the passenger seat. You're mm-hmm. sitting in the driver's seat, taking a little bit of time to create the life you want to create. Yeah. And mamas that are listening that are feeling like, oh my gosh, there's no way that I can get up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock. Um, like take a small step in the right direction. Uh, that that might mean you have to go to bed earlier yeah, uh, so that you get the might mean you can't need. watch The Bachelorette, right. or something else. I mean, it just does, you right? Know? And guess what? You're have to say no don't. to the, right. You're gonna have to say no to something to be able to right. practice getting up earlier. But uh, mm-hmm. I am definitely on the morning routine train because I do feel like they're the morning hours. Uh, I actually was reading a book of uh, this author was talking about how our self awareness. Uh, is an introspection is higher and has been proven scientifically to be higher in the more, the first 45 minutes of the day. That doesn't uh, surprise me. I feel like the, the journaling that I do in the morning is so much better than the journaling I might do in the evening. Right. Right. And so building in and truthfully, you know, if you're waking up when your kiddos are waking up, then you're, who has time for self-awareness when you're right. like just constantly meeting their needs. Uh, right. Those darn people they need things. I know but again like <laughs> when you have babies when you have babies this is not for someone who has a newborn baby yeah it isn't and it's not to say that there is a certain time of the morning yeah. that is the be-all end-all time yeah. for everyone and it's also not to say that a morning routine just like fitness has to take 52 hours someplace no just like you don't have to go to the gym for a bunch of hours to get a workout in you don't have to get up you know, six hours before everybody else in the house to do this. This can be a routine that takes you maybe 20 minutes or something. I just really think that hour before everybody else gets up can be a a really sacred, special, intentional time for a mom in a house to, because then by the time your kids get up, you're like, oh, hi, you're excited to see them. And yeah, and you've, you've gotten some you time and you've set your intention for the day and, and you're happy to see them when they wake up and and that makes them happy to see you. And the whole day just starts better than if we're behind the eight ball and running to catch up yeah. the rest of the day. Yeah. And then you get to the end of the day and maybe you don't want to do it then. And then you wake up the next day and you're doing everything all over again. All you're doing is checking off boxes on a to-do list. And that's not life. That's a to-do list. Mm-hmm. And you know the point of us being here is to create this amazing experience for our children and for us. We, mm-hmm. we only get one shot at this and we just don't have time to sit in the passenger seat and, and hope that that life will get better or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just have to make it happen 
by intention and it doesn't have to take 24 hours. It's just yeah. a, a little bit in the morning. Yeah. Just a little bit. You yeah. can do that. You could do it, mama. You, you got it. it. Awesome. <laughs> uh, well, Julie, we and all of our Just Head Sprinkles interviews with uh, what we call our mom poll. So I've got three quick questions for you to answer at close. So that the first question is, what is a great book, movie, or show that you recently discovered? Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein. Ah, tell me a little bit Love about it. it. Uh, you know, he, in fact, she just, I just read this in uh, her book, Spirit Junkie. She has a phrase that says, you read it when you need it. Hmm. And I was a former high school English teacher, and I have always believed that about books. I didn't have a catchy little phrase like that yeah. to say, <laughs> but I've always believed that. And, you know, I talked to a lot of people about personal development, about reading, and they're like, oh, I tried to read this book. I just couldn't do it. So now I'm not reading anything. I'm like, really? Because there's like a billion books yeah. in the world yeah. just because it didn't match with you at that point in time, just put it down and go pick up another one. Yeah. That's the beauty of a bookstore or a yeah. library. Right. Um, audio, you know, you could download an audible. And I, I do believe that, that we read it when we need it. And there have been books in my life that I have tried to read. They haven't resonated with me. And maybe two years later, I pick them up and it's everything I needed in my life mm. at that particular moment. And so right now it's super attractor and really anything by Gabby Bernstein, because her philosophy of how easily we lean into fear and ego when leaning into love and positivity is so much better. Yeah. You know, why we choose to lean into fear because it feels so comfortable and why that is. And, and just for me, really digging into that and seeing that in my own life and being self-aware of that and questioning why that is easier to lean into fear rather than love and positivity and gratitude, I think is such a cool question to yeah. ask ourselves and to model for our kids and so her book, um, Super Tractor, Spirit Junkie, Judgment Detox, anything by her is really connecting with me right now. If mm. you pick it up and don't feel it, that's okay. Pick it Put up it in down. two years. Pick it, it up in two feel, years. Feel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> p- yes. Pick up something else and find something else. I love uh, Marie Forleo had a new book called Everything is Figure Outable. Um, that's the best philosophy on the planet. So I loved her book too. Um, there's just been a lot of really good ones out awesome. recently. I love the Abby Wambach book too, Wolfpack. I think mm. all women should should read that as well. Awesome. Well, we'll link to all of those books in our show notes for sure so people can check those out. Uh, okay, second question in our mom poll is, what is the last thing that you ordered on Amazon? <laughs> I ordered Eloise at Christmas time. <laughs> I ordered Eloise at Christmas time. It is a huge family favorite of ours. We have, we, every year it's like a quest to find it. And I found the soundtrack on Amazon. And it's funny because my daughters are linked to it too. And and Josie opened up. She's like, who's ordering Eloise at Christmas time? I'm like me sheepishly raising my hand. I ordered it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Amazon. What do we do before uh, Amazon? I I also um, just ordered, um, I think I ordered this a while ago, but it just came, was the book One Day at Disney. And if you are a Disney fan in any way, I highly recommend this book. It's a huge, beautiful picture, Mm. you know, tabletop kind of book. And it's really just one day in Disney from the cast member's point of view. So I'm I'm really loving that as well. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. What did we do without Amazon? My my, (laughs) my kids um, pooled their money together to buy 
some slime, much to my chagrin, on <laughs> Etsy and bless them every day. They're like, did it come? I was like, it is not Amazon. <laughs> like, it is not. It's it not coming come tomorrow. Yet. Sorry. <laughs> so they got to make it and then bring yes. it here by hand. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. So the last question is uh, our Just Add Sprinkles podcast is largely about celebrating motherhood. And so, Julie, what would you say is a way that you are celebrating motherhood these days in your life? Well, that's an, a really great question, especially since the girls are gone. Mm -hmm. I think I am celebrating every day watching them be exactly where they're supposed to be in their life. And I say this to a lot of um, my friends who are getting ready to be a mom in transition, or they're so sad about being a mom in transition. Remember, when we had children, the goal was not that they lived in our basement. Yeah. That, that was never the goal. Our goal has always been to raise humans who go out. And for me, I wanted to raise humans who that went out and changed the world, mm -hmm. you know, in some way I wanted yeah. to impact influence and change the world in some way. And to watch these three young women be exactly where they're supposed to be in their life at this point mm. is super, super cool. Mm. And I don't know that I take a lot of credit for that. I kind of figure some of it's just genetics, but uh, something we've done along the way here, uh, raising them in, in, in our house has contributed to that. And they are pursuing their goals and their passions. They have so much confidence in going out and doing that. They have um, grit and resilience and work ethic. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, really, it's inspiring, really. It's really cool also to be inspired by your own children. So mm -hmm. you don't have to have your kids in your home to celebrate being a mom. Once you're a mom, you're always a mom. But they, uh, my girls certainly inspire me on mm -hmm. the daily. I love that. Well, Julie, thank you so much for all of this insight. I Loved the note about 2020 being a big year as you're right, like the start of a decade is uh, has so much potential before us. And so I am definitely taking note of all of the great tidbits of info that you've provided today. So thanks again for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. 2020 is going to be a big year. Julie is right. What a great inspiration she is. Oh my gosh, for sure. I feel inspired and I love how she broke things down. So it was more manageable to get my head around because sometimes picking one thing to focus on for the year, is just, it's kind of hard. Right. And thinking about my whole family and how I can lead them in that. So awesome. Thanks, Julie. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, you can learn more about Julie on her website, julievoris.com. And that book she recommended stuff, One Day at Disney, I am writing, I'm actually putting it in my Amazon cart right now because guess what i'm going to disney in a few weeks me too you are when are you going in february how about you also in february silly <laughs> we'll both be well we will both be there along with a lot of other sisters for yeah. our city mom collective sister site conference we are so excited to see our site owners and some of their support team members for a few days of connection education inspiration and Disney. Oh, I am so freaking excited. You know what, Steph? My mom yesterday randomly yeah. dropped by my house and dropped off um, like matching Disney t-shirts for me and my family that she ordered, which is so sweet. That is a good grandma. I know. So we'll share more in the coming weeks, but it is going to be so fun. So no matter what 2020 has in store for you, fun travel, big plans, or just survival, which is fine. That was 2012 and 2013 for me. <laughs> It's a fantastic goal. <laughs> we hope you'll check back in with us every other week for some encouragement along your motherhood journey. 
Yeah, and fresh starts are a great thing to celebrate. So don't forget to also celebrate the little things that happen every day in motherhood and just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.